You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. You know, we always talk about making amends, but the other side of it, receiving, being gracious when forgiving. And the reason why I bring this up is um, the other day I had an encounter. You know, we say care, but do not carry. Well, I went Karen on someone. (laughs) So... That's, we should probably also add that little footnote. Mm. Um, So what had happened was months and months and months ago, about six or eight months ago, I, it was during the height or the depth of um, my husband trying to get the bar back up and running. It was very stressful. You know, it had been closed for a year and a half. It was just a very stressful time. My thin, my skin was thin and I was walking our reactive dog on my own. And this gentleman and his girlfriend were walking their dog and coming right at us, training their dog to be silent, even though they were triggering my dog to the point where I I couldn't really handle, you know, I I couldn't handle them. I I was, I finally had to take my dog and drag him across the street, even though he had been trying to go to the bathroom. He was, you know, we were clearly in the space. And so it was a very entitled, in my opinion, thing to do to just intrude on someone's space make their dog go insane, lose it. And then just keep like, didn't even acknowledge the girlfriend kind of acknowledged and felt looked embarrassed. So something that I would normally be able to shake off just because I was in a bad place anyway, I really carried that around with me. I, I was pissed. So a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a week and a half ago, I see them again. And normally Chad and I turn one way. Well, I find myself turning to follow them, even though it was out of my way. And they were on the sidewalk and I, instead of going in the street, because I have a greyhound, so they're skittish and, you know, and plus post COVID people don't really, there's, you know, there's three in their little group. There's two in my little group. You just kind of go around and I just walk right past them. And I know this doesn't sound like a big deal, but it spooked their dog. And she was like, well, and she, I forget what she said. It, It wasn't even bad. It was like, well, that was rude. And I said, well, you did the same to me. And I walk on and I'm thinking, who was that? Like, what did, and I'm, as I'm walking back and my husband is like on the other side of the, like, he's not even in, he went around the corner. He wouldn't even witness this. He was so ashamed of me. Um, And I am like, and I'm like, yeah, way to be ride or die, babe. Um, I'm in tears. I mean, tears, because even though that doesn't sound like a big deal, I know what my intention was. And I thought, why did I do that? Because I could see where if I typically do that, um, this would be a really great example of, hey, maybe you don't want to behave that way anymore because it feels lousy, but I don't behave that way. So I really, I, I, um, 
called up Heather. I said, I need to zoom with you. Like I was in tears. I, I was just, what have I done? And, you know, we talked it over and the conclusion that I came to is, you know, all those stories that I had of people like the old couple that lost it when I was walking by and, and I could say, Oh, I can understand, but I didn't really have deep compassion. Like I I had an understanding and it made me realize, wow, even the people that do this sort of Karen behavior, this asshole behavior, there's a lot of pain in there because I was reacting to something that happened eight months ago. So, and Heather told me something that was really helpful because I said, I I can't believe, you know, I'm, I feel like such a bad person. I'm, I'm a bad person. And she said, are you a bad person? Or are you someone who did a bad thing? You had a bad moment. And I really worked with that. Um, so there was a lot of, I got a lot out of it. Right. And the entire time as I'm processing it, um, I thought, cause of course I'm looking now obsessively out my window for, for a week. Right. Cause if I see her, I'm just going to run down there cause I need to apologize to her. Um, and I thought to the universe, please let our paths cross when she's ready to hear, when she's willing to hear. She doesn't have to forgive me. That's on her. But she needs to hear that that was inappropriate. Like she should never have been treated that way, whether she wants to forgive me or not. Right. So a couple of days ago, on the 22nd, Chad's, <laughs> Chad's got Loki. I got Harry. It's in the morning. He turns to, to deal with Loki going to the bathroom and he turns back and I'm like, nowhere to be found. <laughs> because I saw her. And later on, I said, Chad, I'm so glad our paths crossed. And he said, did they cross? I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. I'm so glad I was able to chase her down no, the street. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Harry's running beside me. He's like, I don't know what got into her, but yeah, let's do this. And running and they turn around and, and they turn back around and they're just walking. And I said, I'm like, oh God. And so I said, I have to, I, I stopped like a few yards away. I said, I have to apologize to you. I was awful to you. I am so sorry. And then it turns out they weren't even the same people who had done one. Oh, good God. Right. (laughs) So now I'm getting a really good look at them. I'm like, that's, that wasn't them. Um, And so, so she was so gracious. She turned to her partner and said, no, no, go on. Cause of course he's not leaving. Cause he saw what happened the last time. So he, he walks on. I said, um, I, said, I, I, I need to apologize to you. I explained to her briefly what had happened. And I said, so I thought that was you. And even if it was you, you still didn't deserve to be treated that way. I just want you to know, I cried all day. Like, this is not who I am. And I'm just so sorry that I treated you this way. And I just thank you for letting me apologize to you. And and she was so gracious. She was so lovely about it and empathized with what I'd gone through and what it caused my, and I had told myself, even if all she does is listen to me with a stony face and walk on, she doesn't have to like me. It's not about me feeling better. I mean, I feel better when I apologize to people, but it's not about me feeling better or her getting her to like me. It's about she needs to be, have amends given to her. So to have the icing on the cake, which was, she was lovely 
and understood and said, and, and she started to apologize for her. You know, she said, oh, no, I got a little sassy. I said, oh, you did. I deserved it. <laughs> you should not be apologizing. And I thanked her again for letting me apologize. And then I, you know, walked <laughs> back to my husband who had that look that he often gets like, what have I signed up for? Um, and so it really made me think about number one. Yeah. All, all the stuff I had been processing, like the pain that is going through someone when they do something Karen like to you, it's very, it's never a happy person that's doing that to you. It's it. And it's so has so little to do with you, but also just the power of being gracious when being apologized to, because she did open her heart back up. She did let me in, so to speak. You know what I mean? And that's not something I always do. I, I will be polite and thank them for their apology and then move on. Like, I don't know that I would have um, been as gracious that quickly, mm -hmm. that quickly. So I just thought that was interesting. And I wanted to know, if, you know, you guys have those issues. I feel like everybody else is better at forgiveness than I am. So this might not be an issue. <laughs> no, well, first, I, I just say thank you for sharing that because you know it's hard to share things that show behavior that you know we're not proud of, uh, especially because we do talk about um, being the best we can be on this show, yeah. right? We, but but it, again, it goes to show we are humans. And, and it's always an opportunity uh, for us to do better and to be better. And, and we yeah. can't, if we don't get those opportunities to grow through them, right? So if everything yeah. goes bliss, how can you possibly get to this this new uh, understanding that you have? This well, and to that point, that morning, like not even 30 minutes before the original encounter, when I went Karen on her, I had been meditating and asked for help with having compassion towards people <laughs> I couldn't forgive. Yeah. Like, the and then the universe... Answers. Right. Because I didn't put in the fine print. So I, so I clearly, and again, like I said, when, when the words came out of my mouth and I, I was like, this is not, I almost felt possessed. I was like, what happened? So I didn't want to lose the opportunity to get as much wisdom out of it as I could, which I did. But then the other half of that was to truly tell someone, you know, yeah, you're, you are part of my spiritual process. Doesn't make it as a, right. as a an apology. So, yeah, oh, it's it's a huge topic, and there's so many facets in it that I just love. I think it's thank you again for sharing. Um, you know that I subscribe. Now I don't. I'm not saying I live it daily, <laughs> but I but I do uh, subscribe to the don't take anything personal that mm -hmm. I studied under the four agreements. And I remember when you told the story of last year, when the people yelled at you, you know, for walking your dogs in their grass and what have you. And, um, you know, I knew, obviously you were taking it very, very personal. And to the point where, like you say, almost a year later, when someone else did something to you again, because you had not healed that, you yeah. became reactive, right? And so then these people are getting out and in a spot to, are they going to take it personal? Or are they right. going to say, man, something happened to her? But I love the caveat of, and that's, it, it wouldn't even be that, okay, it would have been a fine story, but to then find out you then reciprocated this, this rude behavior to the wrong people. Oh my God. I mean, right? Just spreading pain <laughs> wherever I go. I mean, love and light. Just, 
you know, is the divine a comedian because that's just freaking hilarious. But that's what you needed in order to see and for all of us to see when we react and we're holding that pain and that you did me wrong and we go and take it out on an innocent person, mm -hmm. then they take it and continue to distribute this, right? This poison all over the earth. This is what we all do. We take it personal, we make it ours and we pass it on. Yeah. But you stop now you were able to stop it after, you know, you felt bad and you went there and then you saw the whole picture of these innocent people who just caught up like we all, we all get shrapnel on us. You did yeah. that day, right? When you yeah. yelled at, you were just got shrapnel, but you took it. Yeah. You took it that day and you made it your own. And that's, it's, it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean anything. It means that we all do that on a regular basis. But I love that it took eight months to go back to heal that part now where hopefully you forgive them say, hey, I don't know what they did, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I release all this. And then to learn the other side of it, the forgiveness that you said you needed by yeah. a lady who, again, she didn't take it personal at that point. She was gracious enough yeah. and then apologized for her, you know, rude remark, which you said was just something so simple. It, it was so <laughs> it like, was, I, was, was I remember thinking like, <laughs> she's just a cool cucumber. Like that was her being sassy. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, I think that's such a great, great story. You know, um, it really is because what I like about it, it's so identifiable to all of us. Uh, you don't even have to have, of course, a pet to know that, but certainly it's just about little things that we get so aggravated about because mm. we're drawing a line of respect, right? And expectation. Again, you shouldn't infringe upon, you know, my dog and me and what's going on instead of just fine. We can, I mean, they were rude. There's no doubt about it, but you know, why did we hold on to it? You know, that's yeah. for you to figure out. And then to do that, <laughs> the reciprocation <laughs> of oh, going after you. Also now. the world. Which, yeah, I'll yeah. just pick a random couple and ruin their walk. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I mean, you can imagine when he started to realize they weren't even the right people that you, what you must have thought inside, but you needed that, right? You needed for yourself mm -hmm. to get to a place of understanding of who you are and who you don't want to be. Yeah. And then who you can become, you know, more compassionate, more forgiving, um, all over nothing, right? No one ever threatened your life in all these situations. No. They never, um, you know, your safety wasn't an issue, it's just, we take it because like you said, going back to your state of mind was already in a very, um, you know, uh, chaotic and, and worrisome and fearful with everything that was going on. It was the yeah. wrong day um, for the universe to try to put a little, a uh, little uh, lesson yeah. for you that day. <laughs> yeah. That'll show the universe. Um, but yeah. And also, you know, just compassion for seeing behind the veil. Cause you know, I think, everybody feels that they look around and they think, why is everybody so rude? Why, why, you know, it feels a lot of times like, am I the only civilized person left? Am I the only one who lets people into the line who waves when somebody lets them their car, you know, it, it just, it feels like you're the only kind person left. And it's hard to understand these people who are just flat out rude. And then here I am being that person and seeing behind the veil, it helped me, like I said, I had, I had asked for compassion, help with compassion. So, and I have noticed in the week and a half since this has happened, you know, there've been other opportunities where people aren't being at their best and I've just have compassion, like genuine compassion for them. And it's that, that Ted Lasso line that I love, don't judge, but be curious. 
like be curious why they're mm-hmm. acting that way. Yeah, for sure. And I've really, yeah. I've really played with that this week and a half. I don't know. I always, and I see it as a trap too. Like, don't fall into the trap. They're getting, you know, where you get caught in it and you become one of them. You know, like be yeah. wiser now, right? Like, oh, I see what you do in universe. Putting one of these uh, rude yeah. people in my path. No, not going to work this time. Right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, and you're able to dance around it. And again, yeah. you're still human. You could react at first, like, but then realize, oh, I don't need to go there. I don't, And I certainly don't need to stay there. Staying at the feather stage instead of the brick or the truck stage, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was really powerful. And it, I mean, it's oh, I cried about that for days, and then I had to really keep in mind the other side, you know, where I I tend to be so black and white with myself, you know, think oh, I'm a bad person. I kept saying that, and, and I kept you? catching myself and saying, oh, no. Angela, you're not a bad person. You are someone who had a bad moment, mm-hmm. which is what Heather, you know, to quote Heather. And that was really revolutionary. I really had to sit with that. I really had to let myself believe that, which goes back to forgiveness of myself, which is, you know, mm-hmm. why I can be so non-forgiving of others is because I'm not forgiving of myself. It's like, it's just the whole that's exactly it. Dang, it's so fascinating. And, and like when you're in that black and white, like you're saying, you're, you're coming from a place of judgment of self. So either people are good or bad. They're not with, you know, um, mm-hmm. worrisome uh, issues that they're holding or something bad just happened to them. Or maybe they're, you know, they're in a state of fear and reacting, I guess, with their own emotions. You're just saying they're just bad because they're not doing what I need them to do. That right. expectation, right? And believe me, I've done that all my life. And um, it's a hard thing to get out from under, but I, it, it can be done. You know, I, yeah. I work constantly on that. Um, uh, some are easier than others, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I've come a long way and I know I'll continue to get better. I mean, I don't aspire to be the Dalai Lama and let people just, you know, walk all over me and, uh-huh. and, um, and, and do whatever they want. That's not it. But it, it's to be, if I get anger, then to say, okay, where, you know, is, am I in danger? What am I really, really upset about? You know? And most of the time, obviously 99% of the time, it has to just do with me. Where am I coming from? Am I feeling disrespected? Where else am I feeling disrespected? Am I feeling unheard or, or invisible or whatever the case? Um, Then I have to have to look at that. And those are the difficult things to do, right? it, It becomes a situation that was about them that now you're opening yourself up and, that becomes a whole nother dissecting project. Which, you know, and sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you just don't get the answer. You just know you don't like who you are when you react that yeah. way and that you can do better. But I'd like to add to that would be that, you know, for our listeners, when you go down that mental minefield, like Angela was starting to go when I'm such a horrible person, you know, stop yourself in your tracks and ask yourself with the question, am I really the, a horrible person? Truthfully, I'm like your heart sender ask am I the horrible person because you know you start beating yourself up and then but it it helps you to stop you in your tracks and be like wait a minute no no I'm not I just had a horrible moment and it's so true Heather because not only if you can start divorcing your worth and your self from your actions I'm not saying all the time but in this case then yeah you realize you are a good person you just had a horrible moment and then maybe other people aren't horrible people. Maybe they're just having a bad moment. You know, it just, it, it extends once, I don't know, it, at least with me, it really helped me having compassion for the other people, not saying, not paint, painting a person 
his entire life with just that one moment, yeah. that one action. You know, what kind of flashed in my head was, is that, um, would it really have sunk home if it was any lesser? You're right. It wouldn't have, it, it really had to be this way. I, I had to feel horrible. I I'm telling you, I wouldn't even wear my crystal bracelets outside. Cause I thought people are going to look at me and think she's such a fraud. What? Like, first of all, wow. the entire neighborhood is, is weighing in on Angela wow. walking like well, you the felt shame. You felt I shame totally you felt the shame, yeah. but just the arrogance behind that. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. And, and then to realize I'm thinking that like that is something I think I didn't wear my crystal bracelets outside. I felt so embarrassed. So yeah, it was, it, 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 you're right, Heather. It had to sting. It had to sting to that extent. And I wonder how much comes from your own need to come from a place of perfection or the idea that when you do spiritual work, you've got to be this perfect example. If you're going to talk about doing good and being good and being a healer and being, you know, uh, involved in, in the healing arts, like we are, then there's no room for making, I don't even want to call it a mistake for behaving in ways that are, you know, not desirable Growth. the path. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you have those expectations, therefore you're thinking you're being judged, right? Don't wear my crystals because people know I'm a fraud now. I yeah. don't walk the walk again. That yeah. like Heather said, it was a moment. That's not who you are. That's who you were in that moment. And, and then you share it with everyone now, which is just wonderful. So that everyone realizes you don't go back to start every time you, you have an episode like that, you know, you know, it doesn't, you don't erase everything you've ever worked for and all the work you've, that you've done and all the help that you've done. You just have a human moment and again, mm-hmm. an opportunity to, to grow what you have. And you're without that, you wouldn't be where you are right in this moment, which you, I'm sure you feel good about yourself. You oh. feel good about what you've learned. Yeah. And oh, you're going to yeah. feel good when you go out and walk your dogs now. Don't you feel like you have like a new, something new in your tool belt? Uh-huh. I've got a different attitude now. I see differently. I can't have yeah. help, but see differently. Totally. It totally. It just, I, and I was just so grateful for her again, going back to the original premise, which was to be gracious with a, a forgiving of someone. Um, that's also opening my heart to, to being able to forgive others more because we want to make people feel good. We want to, help them be sovereign. She helped me to no end by just being gracious and compassionate with me. Um, like to be able to do that for others, it, it, I think it shifted my perspective on what it means to forgive others and how, because to me, there's a bit of like, are they walking all over me if I forgive them? You know, depending on what they've done. Um, if it's a heartfelt um, apology, I do to, I, my heart melts and but, you know, when you get those like half-assed apologies and it's just like, it's hard to be gracious, but now I feel like new, newly inspired because she was just amazingly gracious. And, and I was walking on cloud nine for the rest of the day. I love that. I mean, in the right players, you know, had, had it been reversed, had you, you know, uh, had maybe the people who are in the beginning be the ones you had to apologize to, it may not have been the same happy ending. Right. Yeah. So everyone involved, obviously, you know, was giving and receiving yeah. in the moment. And it's just, you got to be grateful. I just think it's wonderful. The universe does these things. And uh, it really is a great story. I'm glad you shared it. It's comical, <laughs> but it's heartwarming. Um, and it's just, and I'm, I'm glad they don't happen every day. Right. Cause it's a oh. lot of emotional carry to deal with. That's why they're, they stand out because it's such a, it's just a wow, you know, <laughs> It's exhausting. It's exhausting. 
But it's fabulous. And as a bystander, you said, you know, you, you had some funny jokes about your husband, but really as a bystander, did he walk away with anything or he just let you, it's all on you. you oh, that was all me. He was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Never mind. And he just like took off. He could not believe it. He even said at the, the door, because he, he went around the block one way and I went the other. Um, he's like, we don't do that. What, what got into you? And I was like, I don't know. I said, I'm not proud of myself. And I then I started crying. So he, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be is, next, sir. <laughs> yeah. You do not want to explore this further, young man. Um, and I had to call up Heather. That's another thing. You have to have a good support system. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and it yeah. goes to show we all have, you know, that was a straw for you, right? And what you've been yeah. carrying these these last eight months or so. And we all have, you know, that, that straw, it's going to be someone. And, and many times it's an innocent person. Yeah. It is unfortunately. Right. Um, but not everyone uh, can learn like you did. So again, I hope from all those negative things you were saying about yourself, you're saying how proud you are of yourself that you came full circle. You know, I learned a lot about myself on this That's one, all great. these little old tapes, because like I said, I don't behave like that. Mm -hmm. I really don't. So to have something where I feel like I'm a horrible person, I'm lucky. It doesn't happen a lot. So this was the chance to work on. You're not a horrible person. You, you had a bad behavior for a moment. Um, and I'm, and I just came away from it realizing, you know what, I'm not going to be the, um, you know, the Sandra Walter Christ-like, like, like, like I'm, I'm, that's not who I am. I'm, I'm more temperamental and I'm going to get frustrated. And, and I think as I do more work, it'll, the edges will blunt out a little, but I just don't see that for myself being completely Zen and that's okay. As long as I make amends and I get every ounce of wisdom out of the situation. And I told myself, I'm not going to disrespect this woman even further by not getting as much wisdom as I can out of this. Um, as it possibly can. So that's just this realization, like that's mm -hmm. probably going to be me this yeah. lifetime. I'm going to have to experience some stuff. Um, and that's fine. Can I ask, did it shift? You know, certainly this involved um, both what recently happened and, and, and brought up the memory of what happened eight months ago. Did it shift anything and anything else that you're holding or were holding in forgiveness that it kind of like let that other stuff go to perhaps, or was it isolated? Um, no, no, no. Cause I realized it, it shifted other stuff. I, I, I did realize, you know, cause I thought, okay, why can't, cause there's uh, a couple of people that I'm polite to, but you know, I've definitely have walled my heart off a little because of their behavior to me. They, you know, they were going through a lot, but they really were inappropriate a couple of times, you know, I'd forgive them and come back. And, and so finally it's like, okay, for healthiness, I need boundaries. And I realized it's because I never got an apology. I realized how important apologies are to me. If someone is genuine and comes forward and says, I apologize and they don't have to be forced to do it or, you know, because when I do something wrong, Oh, I need to apologize. Like I need to take accountability for it and you don't have to like me, but I need to, take accountable. So it's hard for me, harder for me to forgive someone if I don't see that. But I, this helped me have compassion though, because 
with that much pain going on and inside of me. And cause I was like obsessively looking for her, but then a part of me also hoped she would just move. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, manifest that. Huh? Yeah. I knew the healthier thing would be to encounter her and to apologize. But I was like, but you know, if you want to give me a Hail Mary on this one. I'm glad you don't do curses. Can you man just lady? All of a sudden I want to move to Canada. I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> um, but you know, there was a part of me that didn't want to deal with it. So I had more compassion for this colleague of mine who has never apologized, you know, even though she got called in to the owner of the company because her behavior was so inappropriate realizing, you know what, she's still a good person. There might be a lot of embarrassment and shame, um, you know, cause I just chalked it up to, she's just not self-aware. Um, and maybe, but maybe also she really hopes I'll just move, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, so giving, and so it, it did, it did it in a just very long wonderful. answer to That's your original good. question yeah. was, um, I have more space in my heart to, That's to be around her and not have that silent judgment. So yeah, it's, it's been a tremendous gift. It really has. I just want to like do it, it again. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Telling the universe right now. <laughs> well, you will, you're going to level up. You'll get something right. bigger and grander, you know, which you'll be working on something else. You know what it reminds me of is, is that um, the opposite, like one of the things that could be opposite of compassion would be dismissive. And where, where are we dismissive in our life to people? It's a great word. It's a great word, dismissive. You're right. You're you know right. What I, I would ask both of you because you brought up something that was interesting. You you talked about sorry is a big deal for you. You expect a, a sincere sorry because that's the kind of sorry you give. Yeah. And you want people to, to apologize the way you apologize. And and therein becomes a big issue, right? In yeah. that. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ask Heather where she stands on that because I would um it's interesting. I see it's not that I see it differently than you. My needs are different. So I am, I'll admit, I'm not a good apologizer. I, I rarely apologize. I'm just going to say mm -hmm. that. And a lot of it is a Virgo and any M1 is because I don't believe I do most things wrong. But, you know, aside from, <laughs> aside from that sickness, and I will admit it's a sickness. Uh, no, I have an issue with people who don't think the, me the right way. See, I have a yes. So like for you, there's something inside of you about a sorry that you're not getting that right and the same thing is i've i've worked on why i need to be thanked and so you need to work on right or you probably have why you need to have to be apologized to and those are god they're so deep in there and they repeat over and over yes. and over again and gratitude is such a big thing with me so i'd ask heather do you fall on the sorry side or the gratitude side what what do you need from people and what you know that you think you do very very well like again uh, Angela says she'll say uh, sorry and she makes a big deal out of it and she'll be sincere when she says she's sorry so she expects it I do the same with with gratitude I will tell a person a million times I'll send them a card I, I just over the top with thank yous and I expect the same back and you're going to be let down because people aren't going to do it the way you think they should do it that's on us so let's at Heather where does she land? Yeah, I'm on the, I'm completely opposite of you two, oh, truthfully. A third. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like who would have thought there would have been a third? I am like part repression. So I repress all of it. I don't expect a thank you. I don't expect a sorry. And I don't go after people saying sorry. I do apologize to people when, when 
I've been wrong. I was like, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I lied. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, the, <laughs> That's your big I'm the other side of that. <laughs> Obviously I'm, not a I'm Catholic here. No. <laughs> sorry, Heather. Go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. My other, my family did enough on the Catholic side. So, you know, no repent here. Yeah. No, but um, I, I will say sorry to people if I've wronged them. And I, I'll thank them for, for giving me the opportunity to learn and not treat them as the past person that they were, you know, that kind of thing. Like we have expectations of people and then we wind up treating, oh, I'm going off on a tangent somewhere else. I was not going there. So um, <laughs> hey, go for it. Um, mm, yep. It just went out the door. So bye-bye. That's why I was like, yeah. so, <laughs> but um as I was saying, I'm more the the repression. I don't have expectations from people to apologize for me or, you know, get a thank you or anything like that, because that's part of me. Is That makes me sad. You deserve apologies and thank yous. I know. Yeah. So, there, for a long time, it was, uh, it, there was a lot of wor- self-worth, you know. It's tied to yeah. Is that something you work so, on, Heather, or you just let it be what it is? Oh, is yeah. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, right now it's like, so Angela is having it very much in the in the world right now, and I'm mm-hmm. having it in the spiritual world where where energies that have, that have, say, wronged me are now coming back saying, I'm sorry, uh-huh. and they're asking for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? I actually have forgiveness in it. I was like, let me tap in because I had to stop myself. I said, what do I actually feel in my heart center? And I was just like, oh, there's love. And, uh, there is compassion. I said, well, I'm gonna, I forgive you because I feel compassion in my heart. And I wouldn't have compassion if there wasn't love. So I forgive you. Hmm. That's nice. Mm. Do, you, do you either one, I'll ask both of you and, and certainly Angela, she's on the, the subject of sorry. What does it mean if we can, and you don't have to be personal, but at least for the listeners and for me, where do you think that place of self-worth is connected to on the sorry, like Heather was talking about when she, she mentioned the self-worth and then she said how she got it. But why do you think you need to apologize and you need to have apologies? What do you think it's connected to? To me, it's respect. That's my trigger. And I think it probably might be for you for the thank you. It's like, you know, I used to think, oh, injustice, but injustice is a form of disrespecting whenever I, whenever I feel disrespected or I see someone disrespected, it, it gets me. It's for whatever reason, that's my little hot button, my little trigger. Mm-hmm. So, and it's something that I need to, you know, work mm-hmm. through, but I, that, that would be yeah. my guess. Mine, mine wouldn't be respect. No, no? It, it's, it's far deeper. It's so it, it's connected to the self-worth, which means I need you to tell me you're grateful for me so I can fill myself up. Right. And show that you have, you know, that I'm something people, people are grateful for me because I'm not filling myself up with gratitude. I'm not, I'm not saying that I do enough for myself already. I need other people, the external to tell me I do enough. I am enough. I give enough. Right. So that's where mine is connected to. And I can see that connection because respect, I believe, you know, respect, I I agree. There's a level of that, but I think it goes deeper Mm. because if we're going love and fear, right. And we're going self worth, what is it connected to? So then from there, why do I not feel good enough? I mean, that's a whole nother, you know, I mean, that, that'll that's another episode. the rest of my life. <laughs> looking for. But, the, but it really helped when I realized that my, my need to go after things, and especially from my daughter, 
uh, that's where I put most of my focus on because it seemed like it came from everybody easily mm-hmm. or naturally. It does not come from her. She, that's her, her trigger on me. And I always, um, I always accuse her of not having gratitude. And that really infuriates her, of course, right? Because it's come to understand she can never have enough gratitude. It's never going to satisfy me because I have this trigger with her yeah. and I'm expecting her to feel it, you know, whether that's a past life, whether that's a knit thing. So I have to work on that a lot, you know? Um, but how uh, great for you and for her that you're yeah. aware of it now. Yeah. Because I, it, it becomes the, you know, that, that, uh, whatever that term is, um, codependent dependent right because it's the same behavior Mm -hmm. as you know um i don't think she's great gratitude enough and she she doesn't think i um and i i'm not that she could ever be you know grateful enough like she doesn't think i'm not accepting what she does how she does show it and i need it shown i guess that's that other book too right how five ways of living yeah exactly There's so many things, but it really helped when I found that out so that I could stop myself in tracks. And when I see myself getting irritable with what she's doing, I'm going, you're going to that place of lack of gratitude. You're going to that place of, you know, you're expecting her to feel it. What in you is not feeling that you're enough. Ugh, such a pain. But the good news is it's there. It doesn't mean it goes, you know, it doesn't go away. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just a, a constant thing to work on. But the good news is too, it's really one person. So. There you go. I've cut out. I've cut out, Stephanie. Uh huh. So, so you were saying about your daughter, where you think she's not in lack. I mean, not in lack. Uh, you think that she wasn't in gratitude, correct? Right. Right. So, oops, that went out of my head. Where do you not want? Where do you not want her to be in gratitude? Like that just popped up in my head for some reason. Like you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but that exactly. Well, that would be that. Um, dependent codependent behavior where it's not that I don't want her to is just I because my story is she's not I only see it that way right then I yeah. see all the behavior right. she does is not showing it and kind of like what Angela sees because she is seeing that you're sorry is not good enough it's that's because the lens is saying it has to look a certain way and that's what I'm saying she doesn't speak my language and how to say thank you right and obviously I yeah. haven't learned hers because I won't, because my story is she's not. So until I can heal my expectations of her and, you know, we've worked on it a lot, but it's, it's all me. I believe me. I know. Um, until I can shift my lens, um, it's going to not so ever be enough. Where do you not right? have gratitude? Right. Yeah. Well, where I do mean, you not you have know, gratitude for? I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, I, I you know, I, there are things I explore, but nothing really hits right up. I mean, um, so, so could it uh-huh. be like window dressing gratitude, like, uh, Angela, where she was like lip service for a little bit until she's like, I want to learn compassion. Yeah. <laughs> and the universe is like, here you go. Well, yeah, we have yeah. something scheduled for you in half an hour. Meet us outside. <laughs> yeah, believe me. I, <laughs> I know those lessons. Um, it would be, see, it's so weird because, um, I mean, it could come from a, a external, um, episode as well, but where the universe will help me with the lesson, it's just going to be very hard. And that's my story. I know, but because I don't have anger towards anyone else with lack of gratitude, because my expectations are that everybody else is doing enough. See, so it really is focused yeah, on but her. You don't and I don't have gratitude for yourself. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, and I can't identify that also because my ego tells me, you know, good work on a regular basis, just like 
I've, I've told you ladies a million times, right? That I don't talk mm. negatively to myself in a way that's obvious. There's yeah. lies that are going on. And until I recognize the lie, I can't recognize the language, what it's doing. Maybe you hear it because yeah. sometimes you guys will call me out at you said, oh, you just said this. I don't even recognize it. So I, I can't identify it yet mm-hmm. where I'm yeah. not showing gratitude because my ego is always saying, Hey, you know, I've liked what you've done today. You're always right. You do your best. You say, thank you. you know? <laughs> so I mean, if you're going to hear that all the time, you're going to feel pretty good. Right. But underneath there's something that's saying, right. Um, it's not enough or you're not enough somewhere. Clearly. I just don't know where that is. Um, I mean, why, I've had little pieces. Go ahead. And why, not getting the gratitude from your daughter uh-huh. versus your son. Because he shows it. Or your husband, uh, because it's the language thing. It's the language, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's said in just basic words on a regular basis. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this. Yeah. Your daughter, the teacher. <laughs> yeah, you think. <laughs> and a stubborn Well, our chorus. family is our karma. So well, <laughs> They are. They are our greatest teachers. No, I, I agree 100%. Um, and it's sure, I'm sure, I mean, think about it. I mean, and it's not easy for her because to have that, uh, I want to say that stress, that, that responsibility to have to help me get through it and not really know that you're even carrying that, you know, I don't think she's fully aware of that because she doesn't really do, you know, she's not in this, the spiritual language. So for her, it's just irritating. She's just, you know, it's just, it's just another thing that I fell short on. And that does, that's not good for her by any stretch. Um, but it's this, yeah, this is cycle. So go ahead. So could you, could you start off doing 10 things about my daughter? I have gratitude for and do it every day. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. And, but that's showing me gratitude for her. So you think that's how we work on that? Showing gratitude for her. Or could you, uh, to shift yeah. that a little bit, could mm-hmm. you look for 10 ways where in her way she was grateful for you? Or maybe just five. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I, that would be, and you know, it'd be tough sometimes maybe to find one. on some day, right? But, but, but right. you're looking yeah. for it, yeah. not in the sense of, right. Right. well, right. there was none today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Failed. Exactly. Yeah. Looking for, um, you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm I'm learning Spanish right now. And so I'll listen to some conversations and I'll only understand like a word here or a word word. there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I know that word. That's a hotel, you know, but Mm -hmm. the overall context, (laughs) I don't get it yet, but it's this neat little Easter egg hunt. And I'm wondering if I think that's great, Angela, what you're saying. I I, I think that's, yeah, it's huge. Um, because what comes to mind first is like, you know, I couldn't even find one, which it tells you, you know, when I'm looking for more of the negative than I am the positive, right. On a regular yeah. basis. So, um, yeah, I could do that. And, I, and that would be great because, um, again, like, like we always preach and I always say, you know, look for the good and you'll only see the good, but here's a case where I look for the bad. And of course I see the bad yeah. or what I, what I deem the bad, right. Less than. So, no, I think that's huge. I'll do both of them. Um, by seeing the gratitude in her and also uh, Angela's way of looking, recognizing it. I'm just, just not write it down. Like what I'm grateful for, that's important too, but really what little nugget, what little nugget could be construed if I let myself go, right? Yeah, 
or even just an awareness. Even if it's, even if it's, you know, when a person's going past you and they just, you know, let you pass, that's something. something. Okay. Okay. Instead of, instead of the big flops where, you know, uh, again, where's my thank you for this, you know, or so. Exactly. That's good advice, ladies. That's really good. That's really neat. And hopefully a good reminder for everyone. If you're caught up in a dynamic, you know, whether they're strangers like Angela experienced or with people, you know, you know, what we, what we think is what we're going to see. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we can train ourselves and here's a very good tools that both uh, Heather and Angela suggested, let's look for the good, just a little nugget, just look for the good until we've trained ourselves that all we see is the good. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Right. So I hope to tell you in six months, you know, um, I mean, I'm going to give my, <laughs> you know, six months, you never know. It could be three days, doubt it, but I'm going to go six months and let's see you know, if well, and, and I'm going, because my behavior is going to change. Right. You know? Exactly. I'm and looking for her. I need to change how I see it. And then I'm going to react right. differently. I'm going to be differently. And yeah. so that's going to be huge. The goal is for and you. And I want to put it to refine. There. What? Yeah. I was just saying, I wanted to put a disclaimer in there and just saying, you know, but if you're in an abusive relationship, that doesn't oh. give the person right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole different. <laughs> These are just simple yeah, yeah. dynamics of just respect and <clears throat> rudeness. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. Um, right, you like say abuse. No disrespecting on any major level, other than what you know we want to yeah. be, to be uh, heard and 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 um, appreciated. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, and the goal is you know to go back to my Spanish example. The goal isn't for them to start speaking more English words. It's for me to start being able to recognize more Spanish words. So it, the goal isn't for her to suddenly speak your language. It's for you to get a refinement on understanding her language. That's true. It's very true, ladies. Thank you. Well said. Look at that. Slam dunk. There we go. Well, ladies, I think that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank the listeners for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 